Welcome to show 61 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today I'm joined by a Cloth Diaper parent, Margaret, and we're going to talk about her experience flying with cloth diapers. Welcome back to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, the somewhat regular show where we talk about cloth diapering from brands, retailers, and parents. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. My name is Bailey Bowman, and this is my space for storytelling and sharing of different experiences to help encourage and empower you to try something new and different. Today's show is brought to you by Kinder Cloth Diaper Company. Kinder Cloth is a brand new cloth diaper parent run shop based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. With nearly a year in the making, they're launching their very first pre-order later this month, a 90s inspired pocket diaper collection. The collection features five exclusive color coordinating prints designed by co-owner and cloth mama, Crystal. You can learn more about these pockets and how to get your hands on them at kinderclothdiapers.com or over on Instagram at kinderclothdiapers. All right, if you've been listening to the Cloth Diaper Podcast for the last two years, you were probably like, hold on, what's going on, Bailey? That was an advertisement. We have not had any ads in 60 shows, but yes, today we are having an ad. I put it out there to the Cloth Diaper community that I would do a select number of shows in 2021 as pay-as-you-can ads. I figured that this would give an opportunity for both myself to be compensated for the work that I do, as well as Cloth Diaper brands to get to share and advertise with you. So, Kinder Cloth. Now you can check out these 90s inspired prints in the show notes as well, but super awesome, kind of cool looking brand that's coming up on the market. Check them out, see if they're a right fit for your family, if they meet your needs, and maybe it's your next stash. Anyways, let's get back to the focus of today's show. So I talked about in the first intro that I was being joined by Margaret, and we're going to talk about flying with cloth diapers, which I know is kind of a weird topic to be talking about in what still feels like the middle of the pandemic, but with different things happening, maybe you will be able to travel again. Or maybe you have to travel right now because you're flying across the country for a new job or for some reason that really, really sucks. Or maybe you're comfortable traveling in a pandemic. Those are all decisions that we have to make. Margaret is not just your average mom, though. She is a full-time flyer. Flying is what she does, and flying with her kids is something else that she does. So today's advice doesn't just come from a mom who's flown a few times, but from a traveler. And she was just a joy to chat with. I had such a fantastic time with Margaret and I can't wait to share this conversation to help support you in making the best travel decisions that work for your family because yes you can cloth diaper in a wide array of situations including on a plane all right so I joined today with Margaret and we're gonna talk about your kind of wild cloth diaper journey I am like blown away by the fact that you uh cloth diaper and travel (laughs) because It seems a little overwhelming for me, but, Mm. um, what was your elevator? No, what's your little, who are you? Like, what's your 32nd? I am a. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm a mom. First of all, (laughs) I have, um, we have one son. Our son is 20 months old and uh, my husband and I were actually both filmmakers. So our job involves like an insane amount of travel. And on top of that, we're also Um, from two different countries. So I'm American and he's Irish. We met in London and we, for most of our relationship, we lived in, in Ireland. Uh, Past year we've been in Michigan and next month we're actually moving back to the UK. We're going to be living in, in Brighton outside of London. So 
obviously transatlantic travel is a massive, massive part of our lives. Um, beyond just work, but also personally as well. So <laughs> I think by the time that my son was six months old, he'd been on 25 flights. Why did you decide to cloth diaper first in the first place as a parent? Hmm. Um, and how did your lifestyle impact that, I guess? Of course. Because well, I would, I guess my thought here is like my first thing of listening to you talk about your lifestyle is I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't even considered it. So yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. So I actually was like dead set against cloth diapering when I was pregnant. We, my, um, my husband has a daughter from a previous relationship. She's going to be 10 next month. And her mom actually had a baby like almost exactly a year before I had my son and cloth diapered. Um, and my stepdaughter was like very, she was like, you have to cloth diaper. Like you, you are the exact sort of person who'd love cloth diapering. And I was like, listen, honey, I can't stay on top of like my weekly clothes laundry. I don't know how you expect me to wash diapers <laughs> Always traveling, you know? And so I just was like, there's just no way it's going to happen. But the more I thought about it, look, I don't claim to be a zero waste person, mm-hmm. but there are some wastes that get to me and disposable diapering is definitely one of them. I mean, when my son was a few days old, just the number of diapers we had already gone through blew my mind. And knowing that they were going to stick in a landfill for like 450 years, just releasing methane gases and all these things. <laughs> I was like, I just, I can't do that. Like I just, mm-hmm. in my heart, I knew it was wrong. Um, so that's when I kind of was like, all right, look, we'll try it. And if we like it, we'll stick with it. And like, I mean, the rest is history. We absolutely loved it. I personally am obsessed so with then, it. So. What kind of stash do you have? Well, I have two stashes, right? I have like my home stash. And I okay. have my small stash. Well, that so, makes sense. Helps paint right. the picture a little bit. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, for my home stash, like it's pretty straightforward. I get a lot of my stuff from buy nothing groups. There's actually a local baby store here that has a free diaper section and a secondhand mm-hmm. diaper section. So I think all in on my stash, I spent less than a hundred dollars. Um, I'm mostly awesome. pockets to be honest. I have a lot of bum genius. Um, uh, there's some Alva baby, Mama Koala, Kwai baby, those ones in there as well. But I don't, I use either, I used to use old infant prefolds as the inserts. Um, recently I've, now that my son's a toddler and those aren't really cutting it anymore, I've swapped using flats as the, um, as the inserts, which works wonderfully, especially feeding into my travel stash. Um, but honestly, I've used everything. I've used t-shirts. Um, I've used some diapers from when I was a baby that my parents inexplicably <laughs> held on what's to. Your, what's your favorite then? What's your like go-to? What's the first one you grab? I Well, at the moment, at the moment, it's the Bum Genius um, with the uh, Green Mountain Diapers muslins as inserts. Those, like, mm, those get him through anything. Those get him through four-hour car rides. You know what I mean? Like they, just, nice. they are reliable. Yeah, I've heard great things about those um, They're really good. green mountain muslims. They're very insane. Like nothing has ever come close in terms of that. I mean, we also <laughs> had a lot service. of like, you know, fitteds that we have. Um, I've probably tried every style except for all-in-ones um, before I settled on where I am now, to be honest. Yeah. So then how does your travel stash differ? Yes, so my travel stash. Um, <laughs> so what? <laughs> we, we are, I like to consider us like minimalists. So we okay. travel very, very light. So for me, my husband and my son, we usually pack one backpack, one diaper bag, and one computer bag, and no checked luggage. And that's all of our luggage. So how long are you going for? Oh, I mean, that could be a two-week trip. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, well, right. I don't. Right. Don't even I know when I have to go across town. Okay. <laughs> I know. It, it wasn't always like that. I remember the first time I traveled with cloth, I brought two big checked bags. And one of those checked bags was just all my pocket diapers. And my husband was like, we are not doing this again. This is hellish. <laughs> and I was like, right. Okay. So I can- that's true. I mean, 25 flights later, you're going to find right, exactly, exactly. So what is that so, groove? So basically I have sort of two travel stashes, right? One of them is- okay. That is the travel stash if I know that I'm going to have laundry facilities. One of them is the travel stash if I'm not going to have laundry facilities. So if I'm going to have laundry facilities, I'll pack, you know, about 20 cloth wipes, um, like three shells usually. I like the Thirsties Duo wraps. Those are always my favorite. Those are good. They're really good. They're really good. Um, I pack 10 flats. Usually the muslins, the muslins are a bit bigger. So I tend to go with the bird's eye flats. Um, about two fitteds, one or two fitteds. If two, if I'm going to be hand washing for, cause it takes longer to dry. Um, plus two boosters uh-huh. for flying and then an overnight cover, a full size wet bag, a travel size wet bag, and then Ziplocs with powder detergent or, um, and if I need it, depending on where I'm going, some water softener as well. Um, that's totally reasonable. Right. The only time I've ever, I've, I brought sal suds for camping. Sorry, that, Dr. Bronner's sal suds. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't recommend them in a machine, but for hand washing when you're camping or something, they work great. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's also really important to bring disposable liners, flushable liners, if you're going to be traveling. Realize, like, I'm a diaper sprayer girl, like, all all in, and the Dunkin' Swish is is just not going to be for me. (laughs) Even, I'm a... I dunk and swish, but when I travel, I bring liners oh, yeah. because you just, you always end up in weird places. Mm-hmm. Or like on an airplane. <laughs> on an airplane. And it's just like, it's just, it's just easy. Well, exactly. And yeah. honestly, it's just like a little easier. Even with disposable liners, you're probably going to have to dunk and swish at some point. Yeah. But like you got a good portion. Right. Exactly. Hopefully. The majority dealt yeah. with. Yeah, and, um, so that it makes it all easier. And yeah. uh, if I'm going to be hand washing, I bring my scrubber bag, my octopus clothes oh. hanger, oh. and some rubber gloves. So scrubber bag. Scrubber bag which, yeah, I got one of those. It works great as a wet bag as well if you're in a hotel room mm. or something. So it, it kind of can be double duty. <sighs> yeah, pardon the pun. And then you and then you kind of know when you need to wash because like, it's like, well, bag's full. Is full. Good, good. Yeah. And you find that really is like a good flow. Do you feel like it's too much work? I guess you're traveling for work. You're not traveling on a vacation. Right. So Well, and that's, you know, that's kind of the flats are honestly, I, I don't think I could travel without flats and shells because it, when you're working, when you're traveling for work, it's like travel takes up enough of your day and then you're working once you get there. So I don't have time to be babysitting laundry. Right. So I want something that's mm-hmm. going to wash really easily, really quickly, and it's going to dry fast and I can stay on top of quite well. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. you could probably pack even less than that. You can, you can get away with, if you have laundry facilities, you can get away with one day's worth of diapers. You just wash them every single morning. Yeah. And I have done that before if I knew I was going to have a washing machine. Um, but if I know I'm going to be hand washing, if I'm going to be staying in a hotel room, then I overpack and overpacking with flats. I mean, like, come on, they're like, they're tiny. They roll up in these tiny, they're like, they're like a pair of socks, you know? It's like, right. yeah, it's not, you're not, you're not taking up a ton of room. It's exactly. Not, so, mm-hmm. so it's better to just bring a couple extra. And I mean, like, you know, each one gives you an extra two and a half hours. So that's two and a half hours more dry time. It is. How did you, okay. So when I, when my child was six months, we went to Italy mm. And I decided not to bring cloth right. diapers. I mean, we were going on a vacation. That was part of it. Um, 
but also like, oh my God, I wasn't mentally prepared for what a washing situation could look Mm -hmm. like. So how do you come over with that fear or how did you get over that fear of washing in foreign places? Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you started off your story that you did live abroad. So that may have, you knew what you were getting yes. into a little bit. Yes. So like all different types of washing machines and water types and stuff. Honestly, it, it, you, there's resources you can use to check out what the water is going to be like where you go, like the hardness levels mm-hmm. and stuff. I have packed water hardness testing strips in my Oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, like, for example, this past, you know, like two weeks ago, we were up in the mountains in Colorado, really, really remote. And I didn't know, were we going to be on well water? Was the water going to be hard? Was it going to be soft? And like, so I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I just hit my mic. So I don't know what it's going to be like to wash there. And, Mm -hmm. and right off the bat, I can, you know, tweak my routine based on what the water hardness is like. Um, as well, when I get somewhere and I don't recognize the machine, I Google it. There's a lot of resources online for different, like if you see a machine, if you can get the, the name or the, the make model of the machine, you can yeah. Google it to see what a good wash routine looks like with that machine without having to test your whole routine over again. But to be perfectly honest, I mean, unless you're going for a couple of months, your diapers can survive a bad routine for like five days. They're going to be fine. You yeah. might strip yeah. them when you get home if you're hand washing them in the wilderness. <laughs> But well, and you're just doing flats, so flats are they're they're way less prone to all of those. Exactly. I think I just got off the phone with Liz from Assembly, and she was talking about natural fibers, and they're just they're so forgiving. They really are. I mean, like you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to my um to my flats was when I was when I travel, I wash them like all of my laundry together for my second wash, and um to help bulk it out, and I threw in my red sweatshirt, and all of my flats are now bright pink. I'm weirdly (laughs) devastated by it. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's the worst thing I've ever done to my poor flats. I think so. Th- I mean, I'm wearing a red sweater, but it never bleeds. This is one of these. Oh, that's one of those good well, moments. Well, see, that you, you know, I wish I had that sweater instead of my stupid. <laughs> they're blood exactly. Oh, it's just they're they're very pink now. It's like good thing gender doesn't mean much. <laughs> well, hopefully they will also. They should fade over yeah. time. They should Look, fade. Over that's what I keep telling myself to cheer myself back up. <laughs> fade, bleach out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like, I mean, I was also like super new mom, mm. but it is a lot. It's we overthink it. Yes. Like what goes into a washing machine. We definitely overthink it when it's just really like short, long cycle, hot water, done, little detergent. Like, and if you have a detergent you love, bring it with you. Or if you know you can buy it there, buy it there. Like you don't have to. Well, even just like, I love that you're bringing it. You had mentioned already you were packing it just because it's one less step. So I think about that trip to Italy. And one of the reasons that I regret bringing cloth diapers was sourcing disposable Mm. diapers well on vacation was like the last thing I wanted oh, to completely. do. Like trying to hunt down a grocery store yes. that had diapers. Yes. I mean, sometimes we'd find right one, but they wouldn't have diapers yeah. well, or they wouldn't have the right size. Yeah. I can remember going, we ran out of diapers and going down to like the little corner store and they only had size six. Oh, Jesus. And he's like 15 pounds. <laughs> I had brought covers with me because I knew that I could at least. Right. Exactly. Just like this massive diaper that's all they had like oh, in the bottom geez. shelf i'm like oh it's so true so when you have everything with you yes. it's like one less errand exactly. that you have to do when you get there. exactly and you and you already know you can do it right yeah. so it's like kind of something that i tell people right when they ask about this is that it's like you if you cloth diaper already you already know how to cloth diaper like you don't have to mm-hmm. overthink it just 
just kiss, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Like it's, it's not, it's not as complicated as you might make it out to be. And you don't have to do anything fancy or new. Like if you like pockets, unless you're using microfiber, because we all know about that. You can just use your inserts. You can use your inserts in a, in a shell, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to master some fancy origami fold and buy a bunch of snappies, you know, as if you'd want to be yeah. learning how to do that on an airplane <laughs> table to begin with, right? So it's it's just about kind of going with what you already know and what you're comfortable with and then just adapting it based on the certain environment that you're in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I find like when I traveled with kids that a lot of them... I thought that it would kind of be the same as pre-kid, but it's not. (laughs) It is not. Your routine stays the same in that you do end up with a lot of downtime waiting for children to sleep and you're not going out partying at night. You're doing laundry (laughs) because you would just be watching TV. So it's all like my idea of traveling yeah, it was, it was, I was like, oh, we won't have time to do it, but you do yeah. have time to do it because you're traveling with a six month old who doesn't want to go out for dinner. Oh, completely. Um, I mean, that is, and that is, yeah. that is when I wash them. I wash them because he goes to bed at seven thirty. So like I wash them after seven thirty, or, yeah. you know, I hang them up during his nap. Like it, there is, you have more time and you have to build that time into your day anyway. So yeah. instead of relaxing and having a cocktail, you might as well wash them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because otherwise you'll be running around Rome looking for disposable exactly. diapers. So you have no idea where they are or where they keep them. Or like what? <laughs> it's all very confusing. Or what kilograms. I think that might have oh, also been it when time. I was in Italy is understanding kilos. Um, I know I'm Canadian, but that doesn't, we we live on a multi, we we measure some things in kilos. Oh, it all together. And, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We like, we're mixing pot of things. Um, have you ever, have, did you ever pack disposables when you travel or have you ever had any regrets about bringing cloth or wanted to just Hey, I'm yeah, do I mean, look, there's been there. There was a moment where my son, unfortunately, um, got ringworm, and so Ooh. he needed a special cream, and I did not want to jeopardize my poor diapers. So I did bring disposables. Big regret, only just because I. Th- I don't know how people put up with the blowouts from disposables. Like I know every cloth diaper parent says that, but geez Louise, it was a joke. And it took up just as much space in my travel bag as my cloth kit does. Like this whole big pack of diapers, you know? Um, I mean, I think about, I think about a time in Montreal where my son had a blowout in a, at dinner time in a restaurant. And I was just, I didn't, it just, I didn't like, know what you, to you're do. Just, you're just like, why Why is the poop on this side? It's supposed to be on this And there was no like, change table. What you, oh, and God. Just, no, don't, I'm, like, like, what am I going to do with this sweating. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, um, so that was one time. There was another yeah. time as well where we were in Reykjavik in Iceland. And I misjudged how cold it was there. Um, and the air drying uh, time. And... I uh, yeah. really wish I had disposable at that moment. I ended up using a, my husband's t-shirt, which it worked fine. It does. Yeah, the extra two hours I needed to uh, get his <laughs> Yeah. The, every year during the Flats and Ham Washing Challenge, mm-hmm. people in colder climates quickly learn that, yeah. You do. That the parents in Florida, well, even actually Florida, I shouldn't say that because Florida can be pretty humid and it can also have its own challenge. Right. 
Um, but yeah, sometimes things will take oh, forever to drive. Yeah, I mean, I, one a couple of months back, we did Chicago one weekend and then Denver the next weekend. And Chicago, it was like my diapers were hanging up in our hotel room for, I swear, 24 hours and they weren't dry. And then the next <laughs> weekend, they dried in like less than two hours. And my brain was blown. I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. I was like, Why we're moving here. Why did it have to be like that? Yeah, those are like, and I mean, that's where, you know, throw a few extra flats, right? Two extra flats. They're tiny. It's fine. They're tiny. Always find room. Um, So So what's your biggest tip for changing a baby on a plane? Uh, (laughs) Um, Well, it depends on... Or a toddler now that you have a 20-month-old. Yeah. um, Okay. So, well, it kind of depends on the plane. Um, Okay. So what I've found is that... Almost all planes will have a changing table, but the changing table can be really tiny, really fiddly and kind of dangerous. So if you have purchased a seat for your kid, feel free to change them on the seat next to you. That actually works surprisingly well. Um, Or if you have a free seat next to you, which honestly, at the moment with everything that's happening, it it does happen quite a lot. Um, So a spare seat. If you don't have a changing table on your plane ask a flight attendant. They have let me change my son in the jump seat. They have found empty rows for me to change my son. Like they have all these tips and tricks. More often than not, flight attendants are going to be your best friend when flying with a baby or a toddler. Um, But like I said before, one of the biggest things is just to keep your routine simple. Don't try anything fancy you aren't already comfortable with. So, you know, pad fold ahead of time, put them in the shell ahead of time before you even take off their clothes if you're using a new shell. Um, Just keep it as simple as you possibly can because you want to be in and out as fast as possible on a plane. Um, you never know when you're going to hit some turbulence and the last thing you want is a kid on an airplane changing table. It's, it's not a good. Has that been a moment for you? Yes. Well, thankfully not for me, for my husband. I, I, I get hand over all changing duties when we are traveling and like, yeah, no, I don't do that. Um, but yeah, and you know, all, all, all airlines will let you bring a changing bag on board for free. So anything you want to bring, if you want to bring sanitizing wipes, which you should be bringing sanitizing wipes, <laughs> if you want to bring, um, you know, your own little changing pad to make it easier, anything you need, you can bring on board with you. Um, and that definitely makes it a lot more comfortable process for everyone. And I imagine that's probably just getting a little more challenging as he gets a little bit it older. It is. And you know what? Like... <laughs> Unless they've pooped, you know, I always, we do a change right before we board. We always board last because you don't want to keep a toddler entertained on a plane any longer than you have to. No, it's literally the worst idea when they yeah, ask like, you. All these children board. It's like, no, no. Like, are you sure you want to keep my screaming 20 month old on this plane? And <laughs> For an extra hour. Right. No, so no, we, so we always board last. We do a change right before we take off and we use a booster. That's one of the reasons we bring two boosters. Mm-hmm. So we boost it. So I mean like a three hour flight, unless he's pooped, like he's fine in that diaper. He can sit in that diaper for three hours and then we change him when we get off. So, it's, so you try to avoid it. Exactly. So it's only really on the transatlantic flights that we'd have to be doing multiple diaper changes or, you know, if he goes number two. Um, I mean, the booster, I think is the biggest, the biggest thing to help if you're like nervous about changing on a flight, the process of boarding, boarding, taxiing, takeoff, leveling off that can take over an hour. Sometimes it can take two hours if you get stuck on the runway. So you want to be prepared for that and boost, get everyone changed, everyone comfortable ahead of time. So bring your most absorbent diaper setup, Yeah, whether that be like your flat with a booster or whatever current system you're using with a booster. Think about it like a nap time or a bedtime. Exactly. So I often will pack a workhorse, like a Green Mountain Diapers workhorse, and then I'll throw a Thirsty's booster in there and that'll... Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a good idea. Thirsty's boosters are great. They're really good. <laughs> they're, they're, and they're so small. They roll up really small. So they're brilliant. Oh, yeah. And they're probably, I like, I know we were talking about flats and stuff, but like a booster is really easy to hand wash. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 And I have a million different types of, like I said, I, I, I have a local cloth diaper store that has a bunch of free stuff. I'm always rooting through and like pulling out every little natural. Find. <laughs> I mean, a good hemp booster is going to get you so far and they're so thin, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Do you have any other tips or tricks that you like to give parents about traveling and flying yes. and all that? Adventure? So, I mean, you can always go halfway. If going all in with cloth is really overwhelming, pack a disposable for the flight. You're not going to lose your cloth diaper credentials by doing that. You no, know what no. I mean? And that's what, and that's what I've done. Uh, I think one, one time I went with my sister, I disposable diapered on the plane yes. and then I had my cloth Absolutely. packed in my care and I did it when I got to her Yes. House. And that's completely fine. I mean, like, honestly, if you're going to be traveling, like, you know, um, mid December, we're going to be moving back to the UK and we are leaving, you know, where we are in Michigan, we're driving to Chicago, we're flying overnight, we're going to be getting to London. And then we have like a two hour train ride. And it's like, do I want to be carrying around a bunch of poopy diapers? And like, through all of that? Or do I want to check them in my luggage? And just disposable diaper him? To be honest, I probably will cloth diaper because I've, I've got it down at this point. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, you're like, you you're like not, at this point. But if it makes you nervous, if, if, you if, that, if me just saying that yeah. makes your palms sweat, then disposable diaper on the plane, it's fine. You know, um, also, I think that practicing, like there's a lot to be said for practicing. If you have never traveled with cloth before and you're intimidated by hand washing or you're intimidated by flats, practice all of that ahead of time and see, is this doable for me? Like, how long does this take me? Um, is my kid, I mean... Yeah, I mean, start... A lot of people don't even... A lot of listeners might not cloth diaper or even to the grocery store. Right. So small outings exactly. definitely be an easy exactly. transition. So, I mean, like, you know, you don't have to invest in a travel kit. If you already have a kit that you like, adapt it. You know, you can do things like take your, um, take your husband's old t-shirts and use those as flats. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you don't have to go out and buy a $20 pack of flats if you don't want to. Um, there's a lot of ways to adapt it, to make it work. If you are dead set on using all-in-ones, then bring all-in-ones. That's completely fine. You know, again, you get a diaper bag. They don't say how big that diaper bag has to be. If you want to bring a weekender size diaper bag, do that. You know, <laughs> that's a lot of diapers. It's a lot of diapers. Parents cloth diaper, parents cloth diaper around the world. Mm-hmm. So there's always resources Completely. to support. There is such a fantastic group of cloth diaper moms yes. in the UK. Yes, there there's is. cloth diaper moms in Germany. There's cloth diapering parents in Spain. Completely. I had Romy on from Argentina. So exactly. there's lots of people to reach out to exactly. um, or even to stock their pages. And like in 2020, the hit translate button works fantastic. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> you can like, you can speak right? into it and it like live translate. It's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing Oh yeah. Like language used to be such a barrier and it's, it's totally not. I follow so many Spanish creators and I just like, you hit the translate button. It's like, oh wow. Like look at all this great information that they're sharing. Absolutely. um, To support you. And you you can always, you know, reach out to the local cloth diaper families, you know, on, on Facebook or whatever and get the resources that you need. Um, It works really, really well. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I just try and tell people like, just like, don't be intimidated. If you can do it at home, you can do it while traveling. You know, we we still have to live our lives when we travel. We still have to find food to eat. We still have to shower. We still have to, and we don't overthink those things. We just do them, you know, and a cloth diaper is already part of your day. 
I mean, there are so many things that's stressful about traveling with kids. Cloth diapering isn't the only one. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> kids, kids are just stressful. Like, <laughs> I hate meal time with and nap time with kids. Oh, I know. No. Like, if you do baby led weaning and traveling, you can definitely do cloth diapering and traveling. <laughs> Mostly, it's it's all just about keeping chill. You know. Do you get to uh, do you get to choose where you stay, or do you try to find places with laundry over hand washing? What's yeah. kind of like your preference? <laughs> yeah. So. Definitely Airbnb is going to be your friend. There's actually, I'm pretty sure that there's a filter for um, laundry facilities. Um, So when possible, I try and stay at an Airbnb or somewhere that has laundry available. Um, Maybe even, even if it's just like a laundromat downstairs. Um, If I think it's also, it's good if you can check ahead of time, what kind of water is going to be there. I know that I said that earlier, but if you live somewhere, it's like where I live right now, we have very soft water. So, you know, I use like less detergent than a lot of people might use. I don't have to use a water softener, all this stuff. And the first time I traveled somewhere with hot water, or hard water, I was like panic buying borax at 10 p.m. trying to figure out what to do. There is no suds in my diaper wash. <laughs> and, and it's pretty like often you can just Google where you're staying. Exactly. There's, there's tons of resources online to show you what kind of water you have. So ahead of time, if you're able to check that, do. But I mean, beyond that, it's it's... No, it's flats. They can survive any. Yeah, they're super easy. You get home and you can reset exactly. them. Worst case scenario. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This sounds really good and really easy. Yes. And like, I should have another baby and go travel. With it's, them. So <laughs> it's so easy. I don't know how it would be to travel with three I will kids, say, I do only have one baby at the moment. And I don't, like, with yeah. two babies, maybe your scrub a bag might not quite be able to handle that much. Um, <laughs> Uh, you could get a place with a lawn you might not be staying in a hotel i'm less inclined to stay in a hotel with two kids even actually i did a camping trip where we got rained out so i went to a hotel Mm, um mm. and the hotel had laundry machine Mm, that's good like in canada that's pretty common that is good um i think i've only ever had to i think i've only ever had to hand wash the diapers trying to think like five times and i've never had a moment a lot of time (laughs) (laughs) um if i think it's only ever been like five times and each time there has never been a moment where i was like oh crud i completely misjudged this and i failed i need to go buy disposables there's never ever been that moment you know a a scrub a bag can only hold so many diapers so once it's a bit full i just give it a quick wash i mean i don't know if your listeners are familiar i know you've done the flats and hand washing stuff how easy scrub bags are how quickly wash i have one yeah i have one maybe I'll have to right i mean like you can do an entire wash in like 15 minutes basically because they're you're you're just really really scrubbing them really fast um depending on how many diapers you have or how soiled they are when i had when i had two and two in diapers i kind of got turned off the scrub bag just because i had so many diapers yeah. but when it's, i had yeah. one pretty easy amount absolutely have to pull it out and share pictures so people know what we're talking right, about yeah i mean yeah like you know a scrub a bag is basically it's it's it's, it's a bag that rolls up at the top and inside it has a yeah. mini washboard right so you're you're manually scrubbing those diapers clean pretty quickly and my scrubber routine is that it's like you know i do a quick pre-wash with some cool water empty it ring them out put them back in fill it back up with you know hottish water mm-hmm. do it again for about five minutes you know, empty it out, squeeze them out, fill it up and without the detergent and then do that a couple of times until the water's clear. And I have never had an issue with dirty diapers. Oh, so I like your routine. Okay. I'm going to have to write that down uh, when I listen to it. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I would, I would said it pretty quickly there, but you know, yeah. it's still the same pre-wash, main wash philosophy. It's just, you know, yeah. with only six diapers at a time type of thing. 
Yeah. And you know, honestly, when it comes to water, most of the time, if you're hand washing, like let's say you're camping, for example, even if you don't have potable water, if you have water that's not stagnant, that's fine. You know, you're, yeah. it's not, you're not drinking it. It's your laundry. It's what your baby is going to be pooping in. Like it, <laughs> it's fine. Like it doesn't it's have fine. to be perfectly filtered and water. You can kind of play around with the detergent, especially when you're hand washing, yes. you can play around. Like you start, start small, small, small. I do. And then I do like, about a tablespoon. Yeah. Up. I do about a tablespoon yeah. of detergent, um, a powder detergent when I'm doing a pre-wash and maybe two, but usually just one as well for the main wash. Um, I was like two, two is kind of, yeah. I, I would be like suds for yeah, days. Yeah. A lot too. of suds. Well, again, it's kind of the you're using and then. That's you just dope. rinse and rinse and rinse at the end. I mean, if you can get a bathtub, yeah. a hotel with a bathtub, you're golden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes those are hard to come by. I know. Well, in yes. Europe, definitely, it's a little bit trickier, but... More and more. I, we stayed somewhere here locally, and we didn't have a bathtub, and I was like, what is this crazy Oh, my God, you were, you were roughing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm six feet tall, so wow. I'm always looking forward to a hotel bathtub because sometimes they're a little bit longer yes. than my own one that I don't fit oh, into. Oh, no. So I was like, darn. That's a, that was always a disappointment, huh? Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, d- I think you've covered so many amazing points today about traveling and cloth diapering. Uh, that I think would be so helpful and insightful for people. Did, did we miss any? Did you have any other things I mean, before we kind of wrap you it up? No, I, I really hope so. I hope that people realize that, you know, it's not as complicated or time consuming or it takes up as much space in their luggage as they might think that mm. in reality. It's so great to hear the story directly from you too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. like my travel kit takes up as much space as a pack of disposable diapers. And yeah. if I can pack that light, you know, for a family of three, just two backpacks and a computer bag, then I think anyone can do it, honestly. And I was looking around to see if I had any flats, but I'm like, like 10 flats is about the size of a binder. Oh, yeah, maybe. it's, it's like, so small. It's, and I, and I roll so them up. Small. And even then you can put them in a vacuum bag if you want to. Um, and I always recommend carrying them in your carry-on just in case your luggage gets lost okay. or have your diapers with you. So your, your kit is already there oh, yeah. with you. You don't have to stress about, you know, your diapers are missing. They're all there, <laughs> yeah. kept safe. And, you know especially if you're flying. Well, you know, a lot of the reason why, the reason why a lot of people choose to cloth diaper is because of the environmental impact that disposables have, right? And how much better for the environment cloth is. And flying is so harmful for the environment, you know? And I do it all the time. And the guilt I feel about that is pretty intense. Cloth at least helps me offset that guilt a little bit by knowing that I'm not then on top of that contributing with disposables. Um, or even if I'm grabbing a disposable or two for the flight, it's still less than like, you know, two weeks of disposables might be. And anyone who costs already does a good enough job though. So if that's if you want to do disposables, yeah. then you know what? Give yourself. And it's all those, and it's all those little things that add up. One diaper is one diaper. Exactly. You know, just do your best. And if you're going on vacation and you just want to leave your cloth at home, if you want a vacation from cloth too, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I like, I... I think about like, yeah, there's definitely lots of different people. It's okay if you're going to Mexico and you just want to use disposables for the week. But if you also don't want to use disposables, that's cool too. Like there's options. And it's nice to know that there's options. Consider bringing covers at the very least. Because if you are, if you are a full-time cloth parent and then you try and swap to disposables, you will be so disappointed at how badly they perform. (laughs) So bring a couple covers to throw over. At a, 
probably should be a good like warning to anybody listening that like if it's your first time using disposable diapers when you travel, you should definitely trial run that at yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> fit, right? Oh it my gosh. Be, it sounds hilarious talking about it in real life, but it can be kind of a whirlwind. It is, it is very, they're very, what's the word I would use? Mm, disappointing. They can be very disappointing. <laughs> it can be a little bit of a learning curve. <laughs> if you're familiar and comfortable with something exactly. else. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for joining me, Margaret. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. That is show 61 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. You can find the show notes at www.clothdiaperpodcast slash show 61. Today's episode was brought to you by Kinder Cloth Diapers. Be sure to check them out, www.kinderclothdiapers.com or find them on Instagram. I'm so thankful for Margaret for sharing her story. If you want to share your story on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, I am taking Cloth Diaper Podcast guests again. And what that means is send me an email. Like if you want to share your story, if you're a brand, if you've got a tip that you want to share, you're a blogger, you're a mama, you're a brand, you're a whatever, send me an email. That's all it takes. I accept everybody and anyone. I have yet to turn away anyone. So everybody's story is valid. Your story is important and you have wisdom to share. Thanks.